Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I am here today with David Manning and Stephen North. They are the duo, dynamic duo of change music. You may know them from their music, which is pretty much a, it's a, it's, some of it was even a little jazzy, soulish rap. They're, these guys, they get a blend of all of it. It's like a pot of gumbo. They just throw all these good ingredients yeah, in there and they mix it up and then they serve it up to the people to give God glory. In addition to that, they have a TV show called Change TV. And so I want to welcome both of you to the broadcast, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. I am so I've been wanting to do this for a long time because I, you guys don't know this, but I've known these guys for a while. I listened to all their music. I'm bumping it in my car. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking it's the old lady with the white hair with the windows rolled down. But there's a message of hope and encouragement. So tell the audience, if you would, and Stephen, you can start with this and then David, you can add to it. But tell them how change music got started. Uh, well, it's very interesting. Uh, we we went to the same church, but our church had uh, a few locations. So David went to the Nashville location, which is here in Tennessee. Both of these cities are here in Tennessee. David was at the Nashville location, and I was in the Murfreesboro location. So they had an event that brought all the locations together. And when we performed at that event that brought all the locations together, that's where we're Cross each other's paths. And at the time, I was in a group. Um, they ended up, you know, I guess coming to an end. And uh, that's where me and David met each other. But at the time, he was he was just a solo artist. And, and before you know it, man, we were working together. We started working together just from immediately after we met. And then, like, the dissolving of the other group I was in. But yep. that's how we got introduced to each other. I love it. I love it. So, David, you made a post the other day that I was echoing going, man, that's so good. Talking about what a good friend that Stephen has been to you. And yeah. you guys are like peanut butter and jelly in the music industry. You know, some yeah. things really jive well together. And the test of time shows the relational point. So yeah. um, whenever you guys, how many years have you been doing this together now? Um, We've been doing ministry together for over over a decade. You know, I mean, we was we was both. You know, I, I ain't gonna say new, like brand new believers. We've been both born again for a little while. And uh, I think that that's why we do, our heart is the same. You know, the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? You know, like our heart was never necessarily like, let's come together and let's have a rap group. I mean, we was just, you know, we, we kept finding ourselves doing the same things, you know, go, either going to minister in juveniles or going to minister here. And then, you know, we was both doing music and it just kind of evolved, but I mean, it, he truly, this is my brother, you know, it's like, um, I, I, you know, I have, you know, earthly siblings, which I'm grateful for. I love them. I'm close with them. Um, but Jesus even said that. He said, you know, who is my mother? Who is my, my brother? Them who do the will of my father, you know, and that's, this is truly my brother. And I don't, I don't see no, you know, and that's how the body should be. You know, there should be, you know, you're my sister. There's no difference in, you know, my, because he's not my biological, you know, earthly brother is still my biological brother because we have the same father you know we have the same desire the same purpose so 
I love that. And God has taken both of your passion and purpose and brought it together to do the music. So the new yeah. CD. OK, so yeah. I just had the opportunity to listen to it all the way through. I had listened to the single or I guess it, I guess it's considered the single. Whenever you put a video out, is that the single? Yeah, yeah the first release. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, so talk a little bit. I know last year. And, and of course, we still see people operating in a high level of fear. So yeah. your your recent uh, DVD, first of all, or, or your uh, video, I want to know whether that piano was really burning. It was burning. It, it was, was, it was, it was really burning. Oh. Yeah, oh. we almost burned the whole field down. By God's grace, we did not catch this field on fire. But the <laughs> piano was for real, for real, burning to the, to the crystal. Like, we burned it down to the pedals. I didn't. I, did, I was looking at it going, is this green screen? This is not green screen. What is going on here? No, you know what's crazy? Piano? We went pick this piano up, and they're like, so what are you going to do with it? And I was like, All right. I was like, should we tell these people that we're getting it from? They're about to burn this piano. We finally ended up telling them, but, yeah, we burned it. <laughs> we burned it all the way down. Yeah, I think they think, I think when David told them what we were going to do with it, I think they thought we were joking. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we're going to burn it. We were super serious. We were going to burn this thing up. Yeah. <laughs> So the message behind the song, was that driven by a lot of things going on in the world? Or tell us a little bit about what inspired you to write that song. Yeah, you know, I, I just, I mean, I just have true, we, we, I think we just have true compassion for people wherever they're at. You know, like we don't want to judge nobody. Like, you know, the Bible, but the Bible tells us that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, you know? And, and I think there's so many people that they miss out on their destiny. They miss out on their purpose because they're living in fear. It doesn't make them bad people. It doesn't, it just, they're, they're reacting to the elements of the world. There's a lot, apart from Jesus, there's a lot to be afraid of. You know, mm -hmm. everything, there's so much going on in the world, but we just wanted to encourage people. To, the hook actually says, the, the chorus of the song, it says, you know, it says, I won't, I won't fear because you're always here. Mm -hmm. And that that's the hope that we have not to fear, is that Jesus is with us. He, he's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, I get it. And I think sometimes Christians... Who've been delivered from fear they're almost like they don't have compassion on people who are scared you know like right and it's like man my heart i go i i understand why apart from being connected to your creator i understand that the world is so uncertain the world is so unsure we don't know what tomorrow holds but the reason why we're not you know we, we we're not afraid of what tomorrow holds we're not you know no nothing there's nothing that's going to come that's going to cause us to fear because and if it does, man, we know that we have we have a place to go that's going to deliver us and lift us out of that. And that's what we really want to encourage people, man. There's people out there that they're facing addiction or facing brokenness or uh, poverty or finna get evicted or, you know, everything's going on in the climate and people are so divided. And, you know, it's that people just truly are gripped with fear. Yeah. And, you know, that's not the message of the kingdom. You know, we're not supposed to be divided. We're not supposed to, you know, we're not we don't we don't know what tomorrow holds, but we know who holds tomorrow. So. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Yeah, I picked up on some of the undertones of, of speaking to the different the different struggles. And I love that in all my pain and all my struggles, I will not fear because, you know, you're here. Yeah. And so it's a message of hope. But yet right, yeah. it addresses some current issues that are ongoing yeah. in lives. And I love the fact that you speak to those that are broken in the song because yeah. somebody's going to hear that and get set free. Somebody's yeah. going to say, wait a minute, yeah. that is me. And, you know, I love that you mentioned that, you know, the scripture and God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. And yeah. that's what we really need. And so I'm so glad you guys addressed that in the song. So talk a little bit, you know, Stephen, what's your favorite song on the track? 
Was it on the news? He don't know. He gonna tell you something different. He don't know. He tell you a different song every day. Yeah, every day. My favorite song changes, you know, because uh, a couple days ago, somebody was like, a lot of people had said uh, Times Like These was their favorite song. So I went back and listened to it after they told me, I was like, yeah, I really like this song. So for that moment, it was like my favorite song. But now I'm bouncing between uh, No Fear and Taking Off. So uh, it changes a lot. My favorite song does. Love that. I love that. David, do you have a favorite? Um, I, I bounce around too. You know, um, I really like um, I like I really like No Fear, um, I, and I really like Darkness. I like the song Darkness. Um, I like all of them. I mean, I ain't trying to be biased. I'm not just saying that, but I I like you know like I really believe in the message. I like all of them. So. Yeah, there's a message in each one of them, and it's unique. I like the uh, relax and take note. <laughs> yeah, I like take note. I like that, take note. That is kind of, I, you know, I like them all, and I see what you're saying about bouncing around, and I think it's got yeah. a lot to do with what are we going through at that moment when we hear it. Yeah. I mean, music right. is universal. It's, it's the language of love. It is spoken in so many languages all throughout, and so I think that in times of, you know, where we're, we're up, so to speak, and, you know, we want to hear certain type of music, but there are times where we need to hear messages to remind us not only where we're at in our walk, but where we've come from. Right. So, yeah, you know, truly, truly what our heart, I think, with the album is like, I know before I was born again, and even before I had even heard of Christian rap music, and then when I first got introduced to Christian rap music, it really helped me. And um, it helped me because, you know, I'm coming out of a place where I'm listening to, you know, I, I love I love hip hop music. I love rap music. But a lot, it was so toxic, and it was it was it was pulling me back into that lifestyle. But then when God delivered me from that lifestyle, and God and I, I still want to listen to rap music. But a lot of the rap music had this: um, you're at point A, and I'm at point Z, and I want to encourage you to be at point Z. And I'm like, man, I want to be right. there. I want to be, but I'm like, how do I get there? And I think you know we write songs, you know, of where we're at at moments. But I think our heart with this album was to to go to go and walk alongside people you know no matter what your struggle is that hey you know what we've been here this is where we're at this is where we're called to go but let me show you how from my experiences through our testimonies of man this is what we experience you know that's what the bible tells us that we overcome by the blood of the lamb it's like people how did you how did you change your life jesus that's the that's the main thing but the bible tells us also by the word of our testimony like it's not always, I think sometimes people, they may look at you or look at believers and they think, man, they got it all together. They don't see that you really had to walk by faith. You really yeah. had to walk this thing out, you know? Right. And that's really our heart towards people is, man, we don't care where you, not that we don't care, but we're not, we're not tripping about anything yeah. because we know that the God we serve, there's nothing that's too big for him. There's nothing, you know, I, we have people that call in our TV show and they may say, man, I've been addicted for 25 years. I'm like, man, but you can get free today though. You know, you can get delivered today. And that's but they're still after being delivered, there's still a process of walking it out. And that's really what we want the music to be was, hey, you know, we know that you're delivered. We know that you made a decision to to serve the Lord, but here's some music to help you on the day that you feel that you feel like going back, that you feel like quitting, that you feel like giving up. There's just some music to say, hey, you know what, we've been there and this is how we made it, and this is how we overcame. So I mean that's the that's the undertone in the heart of the music of this particular album, you know, we just wanted to just give people something to encourage them and help them get to 
get to where God's calling them to be. Yeah, I loved it. And I picked up on all those overtones of that message because I was, you know, I'm heavily involved in the uh, recovery movement, so to yeah. speak, because I believe that everybody's recovering from something. From and, uh, you know, whether it's addiction to porn or, you know, um, drugs, alcohol, shopping, gambling, the, it, there's a whole gamut, food, right. addiction, it goes on and on and on. And so yeah. it was someone in the, in the worst of their worst, one right. lyric in a song can strike a chord and God can use that. To say, yeah. hey, I'm here. I'm listening. I see you. And I think yeah. a lot of times because of shame and guilt and condemnation, uh, you know, when God is trying to really reach these people uh, uh, and, and set them free, uh, the Lord will convict them and try to draw them in and use people with their music or their ministry, whether it be TV ministry, street ministry, whatever. But then the enemy comes in quickly and tries to twist that and bring that shame and guilt and condemnation and then yeah. they're like look at these church people talking to me yeah. i know you guys experience it you know we oh, all yeah. experience it anybody you know and the whole thing is who do they think they are they think they're better than us and the reality is is that we have been there too and so right. Jody Kelsey was just saying, and I'm just going to add this. I don't usually do this in the show, but she says, awesome. I love the humility and transparency. Amen, Jody. Amen. I love you, girl. Um, so the reality is, is you guys are transparent. You're transparent about not not only what God has done, but what you have come out of. Now, I've known both y'all for the uh, over a decade, you know, right. and so I have seen uh, you guys stand the test of time. And so just from a, a, you know, an older mom in the faith or whatever, an older woman, let me just um, affirm you publicly that you guys have continued to walk the walk. And, you know, it's not always easy because the struggle is real and you're constantly seeing people come into the kingdom. And then because of their brokenness or, or them not willing to get set free, they go back to it. So how do you guys handle that? Because I know you minister to a lot of people. Okay, I've seen it firsthand. How do you do that and and still stay connected, but not allow them to affect your ministry giftings? I well, guess. one of the, one of the biggest things, apart from the word, you know, and going to church, is we lean on each other. Mm-hmm. Like we we we're very very open with each other. We don't we don't hide stuff from each other. Good. Like you know, like uh, like when the Bible talks about a husband and wife being one. Like me and him, man, we're one. You know what I'm saying? We 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 are very like anything that's bothering us. Like if we're feeling overwhelmed, we'll talk about it and we'll talk it out. So it's mm-hmm. almost like <clears throat> I guess we're like therapists in a way for each other. But <laughs> it 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 helps us to I guess declutter or clear the fog of whatever is bothering us. But with so many people, they got this going on, and then on top of that, they got that going on, and this going on. That it just it 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 kind of mounds up on them. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't feel like you're getting any solution, a lot of times what they do is they turn to something that is not as helpful. They think it's helpful, right. but it's not. But what helps us, what what I would say is we lean on each other. Like through this, this entire time, you know, and, and I kind of see that as like a necessary element for any kind of relationship. If you have somebody that you're close to, you need to be open to them. You know, you need to have them as an accountability and I think yeah. it it will it, it alleviates a lot of weight off of you that you're dealing with yourself because then somebody that's not going through it can kind of talk you off of the ledge of that problem. And that's that's what's helped me with our uh, relationship. Yeah, and I think I think something that uh, that nobody wants to do and nobody I mean, you know, I don't think a lot of people talk about is like 
you know, God can deliver you in an instance from anything. But the Bible says this, it says that it says confess your faults one to another that you can be healed. See, I'm I'm I, like when I go to the father and I say, Father, I'm dealing with this action, take it. The father delivers me. But then there's still a practical side of like, hey, I got to get up and walk this out. People's going to still, you know, struggle with things. But I think one thing that, 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 you know, the Bible says that God exhausts the humble. And I think to, to walk in accountability and walking humility is to, you know, I think that one thing I always tell people is, you know, sometimes people try to put ministers on a pedestal, you know, like, well, you're up here and I'm here. And I'm like, that's not, that's not reality. Like the reality is what, makes the gospel so unique is that we're all the same right. yes. that we're all in this thing and like there even though someone's been born again 50 years they still are relying on the same jesus to to take them is, is the person who's been living for two weeks you know there's no there's no difference but I, I think one thing i try to keep in mind when dealing with people you know there's a lot of people from different walks of life and different stages you know that i love that i love them that i believe in them and i and i when i see them like, hey, i believe in you but I know one thing about life is life is a long journey. So because someone's one way today, I don't believe that that's how they, I don't try, I try my best not to view them that that's the way they're going to be tomorrow. You know, like somebody may be an addict today or someone may be broken or angry or frustrated and abusive or whatever the case is. Right. When I deal with them, I don't deal with them. I try my best not to, you know, I'm a person sometimes like I deal with people that way too, but my intent is to remember that man, this person, number one, God loves them, he's for them. Yes. But because they're that way today doesn't mean they're gonna be that way next week or the next the next hour. You know, it's like, man, one moment, one one revelation of seeing yourself the way God sees you, even if it may not change your behavior, it changes you. And yeah. you can't shake it. And I think that's the thing, is like, cause I mean, there's people that we minister to, and people will even ask us, like, why do you stay connected with them? They don't seem serious so they don't seem like they're as far along as they should be and i'm like man that's through your eyes right because i know if somebody was talking to god they may talk to god about that way about me like why are you still fooling with him right. he should be further along but i think my faith and this is something i always tell my children i tell people when i minister like my faith is in my my faith isn't in my ability to hold on to god my faith is in his ability to hold on to me because the times that I've wanted to quit, the times that I'm like, man, I can't do this. God never let go of me. Mm -hmm. And that's that's my testimony. Isn't that, man, look, that we was able to hold on to God and we was able to walk this thing out. That's not my testimony. And I don't believe that's anyone's testimony. I believe that when we stand before our father, that our, our heart will be, father, despite my brokenness, despite my attitude, despite my, my up days and my down days and my good days and my bad, you held on to me. And that's my testimony that God was able to hold on to me, even with this group. Like, man, how do y'all? have y'all been able to do ministry? Because truthfully, you know, it's like being a group. If you don't really love each other, it's hard. Yep, because sure. you know he has he has um, things that he wants to do, and he sees the world the way he sees it, and I see it. My wife and everybody sees. It. But the thing is, is when you're when you're in a group, it's not about what what we're not trying to figure out who's got the best idea or we're trying to figure out how is the best way to serve the people? What's the best way to figure out? So there's not, it removes all e ego and pride and it tries to get all that out of the way and just say, father, we're here and you've called us to work together. You called us to make music together. What can we do to serve these people? And that's really, and, 
And that's it. You know, it's nothing, you know, it's not, it's just, Lord, help me be selfless. Help me be a servant, you know, to serve him, to serve the people that God's called us to and vice versa. You know, and I think that's the way that, you know, the longevity in working together is, man, you're there as a servant. You're no. not there to be served. You're not there to, Amen. to figure out, get to what you want. You're, you're, you're there to serve. So. I love it. I love it. True stuff. True stuff. I love the fact, Stephen, that you brought out accountability because I'm a huge advocate for accountability. I believe, you know, that we do better together and people heal in community. And I, I love the fact, David, that you're, you're pointing people to uh, progress, not perfection. You're saying that, you know, listen, life is a journey. And you can get on the interstate of life and and really roll with Jesus and and gain your freedom. But so many people, I I wrote a whole book called, you know, Overcoming the Potholes of Life because people get off on the wrong ramp. They end up in a turnabout. I mean, they're just all kinds of things happen. But I love the fact that God has sustained you guys through all of the haters because everybody's got haters. I know I got haters. I'm sure you guys got them too because the devil hates us and, you know, God loves us and all that. So, uh, you know, the haters or the, or the pressures of, you know, especially you both have families, you have beautiful wives and children, and you're trying to balance the, you know, fatherhood and TV show and music. But yet what I hear very clearly from what you're both saying is, is it's not about you. It's about glorifying God and reaching the people. What is God saying to his people? through you. And as long as you guys keep up with that, I mean, my gosh, that's a beautiful, beautiful approach to ministry. Uh, so I love it. I love it. I love it. I love all the songs. And and I love the friendship that y'all have been able to maintain. And I think it comes from what Stephen was talking about, being that sounding board for one another, being that encouragement, you know, what is God saying? And and I know you both well enough that if one of you would start to go a certain direction, one of y'all be saying, uh-uh, this is what the word says. Wait, what are you talking about? What are you thinking about? How are you talking to your wife? How are you doing this? And so that accountability holds not only change music together, change TV together, but the brotherhood that you guys yeah. represent. And, uh, you know, friendship is powerful. I have the opportunity on the 22nd. For those of you watching, if you're in the Murfreesboro area, there's still some tickets. Uh, I'm speaking at an event called Simply Chosen. And it's about biblical relationships and it's, it's a women's event y'all. And so Google it, find it. Um, Ellen is the person that founded the ministry so precious, but it is important that we not only talk about what is God saying, but how can we as a body stir each other on in the admiration of the Lord, that iron sharpening iron. So, wow. That's so good guys. Let's talk a little bit about change TV because I love change TV because it is reaching so much. And I know crystals on there with y'all now. And I love it. I love my girl crystal. She's my baby sister. Oh, got mad love for her. So what's going on with change music these days? Um, the well, the TV show, it man, just to give you a backstory, like we, Really, it came truthfully like we 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 have a meeting every Sunday evening uh, at that time it was, and we still do that now sometimes. But um, we was we wasn't even really thinking nothing about TV. We wasn't thinking about even doing that. We I don't even know if we had a desire in our heart to do it. But um, we was praying, and I was just like, yeah, I really believe that God wants us to um, have a have a, a some type of TV ministry. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know. And, you know, we just began to pray about it. And then we went from praying about it to preparing for it. And then we went and did a concert in Memphis. And this guy said, man, y'all need to get on TV. But, but what he didn't know is we had already been preparing for it for nine months. We had been writing the vision, praying about it. And then when, when the opportunity came, 
Man, we let me let me just tell y'all the truth. We filmed our own TV show. We went and bought a camera. Yeah, it was so terrible. I mean, the that was the blue furniture from yeah, that, that was furniture. the blue yeah. furniture you got from Ricky. I remember that furniture. Yeah. Why because did we even because you know what? Man, y'all, let me tell you, it was a mess. The but the visual of it, y'all, it was so bad. The audio was so bad. But the thing, the thing that's so good about that is I think what God does, and I just want to tell anybody out there, this is my experience with God. I think a lot of people sit around and say, God, I'll, I'll do whatever you tell me. Open every door and I'll walk through it. But see, I don't believe that's how God works. I believe God puts something in your heart and he says, okay, let's begin together. And I think sometimes it looks crazy. It looks a mess. It, you don't have the resources. You don't have the wisdom. You don't have, but God, he's not concerned with none of that. God's just saying, I want to see if you're faithful to start. And y'all, we started, we filmed for almost a year. Um, it looked, I mean, people were still getting touched. And see, that's the thing. God can use you when you don't know what you're doing. That's when right. the audio's messed up, when the visuals, because that's not the main thing. The main thing is the main thing. But we did that and we was faithful with that for almost a year. And I don't know how people could even hear us. The audio was so bad, but yeah, we did it because we, and we did it because we knew that God was calling us to do it. Yeah. And we was like, Lord, we know this looks crazy. We know we don't know what we're doing, but we know you called us. So we're going to do it. We're going to be faithful with the little we've been given. And man, we've been, um, there's a, a woman who is such a blessing to my family, privately, publicly. Um, her name is Monica Smelter. She's the, um, the um, president of the local CTN here, or this region in, in, in the Nashville area. So she has a show called Bridges, and she brought us on to share our testimony. And the Holy Spirit, and I was so discouraged because I'm like, Lord, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to do what you called us to do. So I went home that night and I was like, Lord, like I went up there and I seen the way they filmed and I was like, Lord, like it, it looks so good. It's so good. It's such good quality. And I remember I was laying there and I was discouraged and the Lord led on my heart. He said, tomorrow, call and tell Monica your vision. And I was like, no, nah. cause like I, I may struggle sometimes and him too, as a man, I think men struggle with this. We don't want to ask anybody for help. You know, when you get lost, yeah. you don't want to ask nobody for directions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the Lord led it on my heart. He said, he said, call and tell Monica your vision. And I didn't, I didn't know what that meant. I just said, Monica, this is what we're trying to do. This is our heart. This is who we're trying to reach. Could you just give us some wisdom? Because we don't know what we're doing. And she had a meeting with us. And she just, this woman has helped us so much yeah. bring the vision that God's placed on our heart to people. Yeah. And, man, I can't, I mean, not just at, by helping us, by putting us on TV, just helping us as people. Right. You know, just helping us as individuals. Like, y'all, this is the most this woman's been on TV, I think, for 30, I mean, I don't know how long, for, since she was like a young minister in the gospel, she's been on TV. And she's just like, y'all, this is my experience. So it's like, when you humble yourself, you don't have to do 35 years worth of experience. That's right. You can humble yourself and somebody get alongside you and say, hey, y'all, here's 35 years of wisdom and you build on top of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think, man, that's how we got like we're li i don't know i don't even know like i don't be people be asking me like what channel are you on i don't know like i my wife be knowing everything like i just <laughs> do content but we're on i think in tv all over the world yeah. like the tv is on in europe and in africa and in india and i and, that, and i can't even fathom that y'all like yeah. people email us from ireland and and it's just it humbles me because like i came from from nothing essentially, you know, like I had no formal education. You know, I had a lot of things with the world would say, 
man, you ain't qualified. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, none of that, God is still using us <laughs> to preach the gospel. You know, all the mess we've been through, all the failures, all the, man, we think we know what we're doing. We're going the wrong way. All oh, let's turn around. Even when your heart's right, God don't waste none of that. God don't waste no experience you've had. Every experience. And that's why it's like, man, I don't, like what you were talking about earlier, that's why I don't get down on people when they're going through stuff. Because I'm like, man, God's going to bring you. You are covered by the blood of Jesus. The devil could have killed you. He done killed you when you was lost. So there ain't no way he's going to get you. And that's why I think, I think I just want to speak to people that's dealing with fear. Like, fear can't get you. Think about all the things you know. I know I'm just kind of going off on a tangent a little bit, and then I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> I think about fear, man. Like, fear, think about all the things you feared. Did any of it get you? No. All the things you set up worrying about all night, pacing the floor, did it get you? No. no. That's how you fear is a liar, man. Fear yeah. ain't real. Fear is the only, the, the only thing that can stop you from winning and stop you from fulfilling the call of God on your life is fear, man. That's it. If you in faith, you in faith or you in fear. If you got God, God, I don't know what I'm doing. And y'all, that's a testimony. Y'all, we sometimes people, God may make it look like we know what we're doing. We don't. We don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just show up and say, Father, here I am. I'm gonna do the best I can. My heart here. Lord, we're gonna go out here and we're gonna give people. Amen. God make you look, God make you look good. Yeah, <laughs> I would totally echo that. And I just want to give a shout out as well to, to Monica Smelter. I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing in media today if it wasn't for that woman. A lot she of people mentor and friend. And she and, and here's what it comes down to. She is humble. She's probably the most humblest woman I've ever met in my life. I agree and and in addition to that, she is obedient. And yes. those that combination, God works mightily through that. So she's seen in you what God had already deposited in you and wanted to help extract that. And so that's a beautiful thing. And I've had the honor of, you know, right. I've, I've got a, a devotion that I wrote when one of her books and I've been um, on the set doing interviews and stuff with her before COVID and yeah. all that. And I learned so much in such a short period of time, but it wasn't the technical stuff. OK, it was the integrity piece. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, media ministry because see i used to have a bad taste in my mouth about media ministry years ago me right? too me too you know and so it's funny that you know don't don't test god don't tell god that you know what those preacher on tv doing you know because god right. will, he'll throw you out there and say now see how you do you know right. it's kind of like the parents that are yelling at the coach at the baseball field you know and i'm like y'all just get out there and try to coach that team you know <laughs> it's that concept of saying okay god what do you want yeah, to something do something always as easy as it looks it's not always That's as right. easy as it looks that's right. And that's where grace and mercy and kindness and, and the fruits of the spirit come in and we can rely on that. So listen, y'all, this has absolutely been an amazing time with my little brothers. Um, I love what they do. I love their families, their their kids, their wives. I'm telling you the ministry that they do. If you are not already following them, I encourage you one, go buy their music. This is how you can support local ministry. They have a TV show. Okay. Airtime is not, not cheap. So, you know, if you want to sew into the ministry, uh, I'm sure here on the link, is there a place where people can donate guys on the link? Yes. Uh, at the website. Yeah. The website. Okay. The area where they can donate. Yeah. Y'all don't understand how technical Steven is like this dude. He don't, if it was not for Steven change music, change ministry, take, change TV. 
we wouldn't know how to do I don't know y'all listening. I don't you know I'm not very super technical. Steven, this man be doing everything, so any questions y'all need to ask him. So, <laughs> so that's a lot of people like do he do he knows how to do everything. So I like that's her. why you guys work good together. Yeah. yeah, I like I like that kind of stuff. So. That's good. That's good. So y'all, you can go to the website. I encourage you. They've got a YouTube channel. They're on WHTN. Yeah. They're on all kinds of channels, you know, and, and you might be saying, well, I'm not into rap music or it doesn't, it's not speaking to me. Guess what? It's reaching the next generation. And I, yeah. I started a whole separate podcast called Godfidence Today, yeah. which is bridging the generations because the older should be pouring into the younger and the younger pouring into the youngest. And what they're doing is, is they are bringing the truth of God's word through relevant life circumstances, through music and through their TV show. So I encourage you guys to support this ministry. It is definitely uh, close and near and dear to my heart. And I, I love you guys both. I'm so glad to spend some time with you today. Yeah, we Thank you so much for having us on. We really appreciate it. Oh, it's such a blast. Well, listen, guys, you may not know this, but I close all my broadcasts with asking the audience or asking you to give a key to the audience. It can be a quote. It can be a scripture. It can be a word of you know, affirmation, whatever. So, Stephen, I'm going to start with you. And then, David, I'm going to let you uh, chime in there. What key would you leave with the viewers today? Um, just always... Uh, Remember God's faithfulness, no matter what a situation looked like. Remember God is faithful. I've seen my grandmother that had 75% of her body eaten up with cancer. You know, we walk alongside her, boom, there's no cancer in three months. All of it's gone. I've seen my wife. We've been together 20, we're going on 22 years, but uh, year 17, I've seen, you know, us go that long, 17 years with you know, wanting to have children and, you know, doctors saying you're not going to have children. This is not going to happen. And then after 17 years, boom, we have our first child. Then immediately we have our second child. It's just I mean, God's faithfulness is amazing. You know what I'm saying? So just uh, what, what I would leave with you all is being God's faithfulness, no matter what it looked like, no matter how hard it seems, it is not too hard for God. It might be hard for us, but it ain't hard for God. It's just like, well, like Thanos on the little Marvel movie. It's a snap of a finger. It's, it's, it's nothing to God. So God's faithfulness. Glory to God. That is so good. So good. We're hanging on to that. I love it. David, key for the audience. Yeah, I just want to give you all something practical that I think has <clears throat> something that's changed my life practically. Like, I think like when people, when they realize they need to change or God starts moving on them to change, you start seeing your life as a whole and you start realizing how thrown off you really are, how messed up your life really is. Yes. And that can be so overwhelming. And I think a lot of people, they get there and they quit. You know, they, they feel the spirit of God pulling them. And God's just trying to reveal to them who they really are. Like, hey, listen, this is how your life and this is where you're heading. It's not how I see you, but I want to show you how much you're struggling with. And I think a lot of people, when they come into church or they come and they hear things like this, they're like, man, I need to change my life. And it feels so overwhelming. One thing that, that I've learned, a practical thing that I think that, that can help, is when you when you really have a desire to please God or you have a desire to change, even even if you're you're doing everything right, but you have a desire to grow, you feel stuck. Like you're like, man, I'm hitting the wall. I can't go to the next level. You know, whether it's whatever it is, you know, whether it's personal, uh, mental, whatever. I think just real, first thing, get in prayer and say, God, what is the biggest thing? What's the smallest thing? And I think pick three things. Don't try to change your whole life. Like, man, I need to do this, 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 this. Don't. That's too overwhelming. 
I think something practical that I want to leave y'all with is just pick three things. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be faithful with these three things. If that's too much, pick two things. And if that's too much, pick one thing. Like, like, man, I'm I'm gonna somebody saying like, man, I want to get free from addiction. Okay, cool. Then you know what? The one thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna avoid any setting where I know that's gonna happen. In. And that may seem small. And I or, or you know I'm I'm gonna lose weight. Okay, cool. Then you know what? I'm not gonna eat past this time, even if it's one thing. And I think. When you pick one thing, because like just kind of like what he was talking about is God's faithfulness. But to every promise, there's a God's side and then there's your side. God is faithful. We know that's it. right. Amen. But the, I think one thing we got to do is we got to be faithful. Now we not we not God enough to be faithful with everything all the time at once. But say God, show me one thing because one thing I've learned about life, one thing I tell my children is everything is connected. You yeah. know, you may think like, oh, you just. You just cheated on your homework. That's not a big deal. But every that's connected to everything in your life. Mm-hmm. Everything in life is connected. So I think when you, you think, like, how do I do big things? The way you do big things and how you overcome big things is by allowing God to teach you how to be faithful in small things. That's so like, good. You know, like, like one thing I tell my children is, like, man, do things when nobody's looking. You know, like, it, make your bed, not because I come in there and tell you, but because we're trying to learn character. And we're trying to learn to do right when ain't nobody going to watch us. Because if you really want to know who you are, you are who you are when ain't nobody looking. That's who you really are. Right. So if you can learn to improve things when nobody's looking, and that's what God tells us. He said, man, if you'll be faithful when nobody's looking, he said, I'll bless you when everybody's looking. Yes. So that's one thing I would just tell you is like, man, practice. It may seem the smallest thing. Like, man, I'm going to, I'm just going to get up. And before I get on Facebook or before I get on uh, Instagram or Twitter, I'm just going to just say, Father, I give you my day. Amen. If that's if that's where you are and that's the smallest thing, you can be faithful with that. Say, for six months, I'm going to commit that I'm gonna, before I do anything, I'm just going to reach out to God. Mm-hmm. You'll look and you'll see how a small thing ripples throughout your whole life. And you look up and you're like, man, how did I get here? How did, how did my life change so quickly? It was by giving God the small things. So that's, that's so good. Uh, April D. Messler, she, uh, she summarized it there for one of the keys. So, and I, I just love that. I love the key is, you know, that Stephen gave us to that God is faithful. He is faithful. And, you know, but, and like you said, David, there's, you know, there's God's part in our part and faith is action. And we have got to choose today. You know, that's why the scripture tells us, choose this day who we're going to serve. And every day, uh, mercies are new. And we can wake up every morning and say, God, maybe I missed it yesterday, but today I'm going to take that small thing and that big thing. That's a great, great lesson, life lesson. So listen, y'all, you can catch them on changemusic.org. And I'm going to put the website up here for those of you watching this on Creative Motion Network. Uh, thank you very much. Shout out to Kristen and Kevin Collier. But if you are watching this on YouTube, I will put it in the chat stream below. And I would love for you to go to all their social media platforms, like it follow it, share it. And I don't, I don't buy their CDs, (laughs) you know, download their music. This helps to support what they're doing. And so, and not only that, get it into the hands to someone that's hurting because that one lyric can, can penetrate it. I just want to extract one lyric from the new song. I think it's in do not fear, but it talks about you being clean, but you're not free. Uh, Which song is that in? Um, Do you guys know? It's no fear. It's no fear. Say that lyric. I said, um, I said you've been, uh, I said you've been clean for three years. I, I what did I say? I said, um, 
Mm-hmm. You put me on the spot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think said, it's been no, in for three uh, years, but you're still not said, free. Yeah, I said, um, that's their mindset. mindset. They've been clean for three years. I said, they've been uh, clean for three years, but they still ain't free yet. Yeah. Because freedom isn't a state of just doing what's doing. We're not just trying to learn how to manage our, our actions. Right. You know, like, th- I think that's what the world gives us is like, yes. man, we're going to try to teach you to control bad behavior. And, right. and you know what? It'll work for a little while. That'll work for a little bit. But I'm going to tell you, man, when people, when the squeeze really gets on you, whatever's really on the inside of you, that's what's going to come out. That's why you'll see people, um, they'll be clean for, that's why I said they've been clean for three years, but they ain't free yet. You'll see yeah. people be like, man, I thought they was delivered. How did they go for three years and, and not use, or how did they do this for three years? And how did they, that's why the Bible says, if you build upon the sand, it says great was the fall. It ain't great because the building was great to fail. It was great because it lasted for a little while. It was great because, man, how did they go from being married 20 years to now they get a divorce? Because when the when the rains came and the storm came and it beat against it, if the foundation ain't real for real, for real, for real, Jesus, right. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna fall, you're gonna go back, you're gonna fall back. Oh, but no. that's and that's really the message that we wanted. Like, we're not trying to tell you to learn how to manage your behavior. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not what we promoted. We're not promoting like all right, here's 10 steps to manage your behavior. And it's like, you may start there, but I'm telling you, that's a that's an endless pursuit because we're not good enough to manage our behavior. Right. We're not smart enough to manage our behavior. We're not <laughs> self-disciplined enough to manage our behavior. If you do that, you say, well, I know so-and-so, but see, addiction and struggling and being bound up has many different forms. Yes. It's not just, I think everybody likes to look at the, the uh, substance abuse addict or the angry person and be like, oh, well, they're bound up. But what about the person who's addicted to work? What about right. the person who everybody loves Same them but they can't stand them? What about the pastor who everybody listens to him preach, but their family don't want to hear him preach? See, it's like it comes in many forms, and that's why the Bible says we got to be wise. Yeah. It's not about learning to um, manage behavior. Like, we really are. The message of change is just that, man. It's changed. Like, we've really been changed. And it's not because we changed us. Like, I've known Stephen, man. I've known this man for over a decade he is not the same person today that he was last year and it's not because and he is smart and he is all this thing it's not because he's smart it's because man god has came in and transformed him and that's the message of change is like man if you really gonna get changed you gotta say hey i can't do it yes i can't do it yeah and that's you know that is so good and i'm so glad that we went there because i i felt like closing out the thing and then i was like man i just want to strike this one lyric because if you're watching this today and you have tried everything I mean, you have worn yourself out. Behavior modification will only take you so far. And you not you if you would allow the spirit of God to come in and touch your heart, it will it'll take that heart of stone and turn it into a heart of flesh. It'll melt down the pride. It'll take all of those obstacles and all of those things. And it'll start to take your 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 mess and turn it into your message. And that's what I've watched God do with David and Stephen over the years. OK, they had some. Listen, we didn't even go into their testimonies of what what before change was, but they are walking out the change and encouraging you that faith is action. So take that step today, whether it's go get with a trusted counselor or pastor or someone and say, man, you know, the Bible says to confess my sins so that I can be healed, have that accountability wrapped around you, or whether or not it is as simple as going to have coffee with a, a brother or sister in Christ and saying, hey, I'm struggling with being faithful to even having my devotional time, you yes. know, what, and, and help 
help each other walk this thing called life. We are not preaching at you. We are talking to you and telling you that if it's not, if not for the grace of God, there go us. Okay. Right. Because of his word, it is because it's, it's truth. It is because of that thing down inside of us, the Holy Spirit, the hope of glory that it that can, propels us to go forward in our walk and to get up every day and to give him glory. So don't feel like you have to stay where you're at. And I don't know who that's for or what it's about, but you do not have to stay where you're at. All you have to do is surrender, surrender. Mm -hmm. So God bless whoever that was for. I don't know, but I felt it very strong in my spirit. And so like, I know we, I knew we were going to go over time. I even told the guys, I said, do you think we need to do this in two segments? But I think it's been good. And I think it's what people need to hear. And it's definitely what encouraged me. So thank you guys for all you do. For those of you watching this on the broadcast, please share this out with your friends, family, coworkers, somebody that needs a word of encouragement and make sure you take down this website and be watching and go download the music. It's available on all the platforms apple music uh spotify where, where else guys is it so he's looking at steven yeah. a tech guy <laughs> yeah, any, any, yeah anywhere where you can hear music digitally stream it our music will be there and it's called blood brothers yes yes Yes. And while you're there, make sure that you get all their previous stuff as well. God bless you guys. Thank you so much, guys, for being on the show. Hey, thank you so much for having us. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, it has been a blessing. Please give hugs out to your beautiful wives. God we bless will. you guys. We love we'll you, see Maggie. you here next time on Love You Too, guys, on Keys to Your Best Life.